What is up? Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Hustle podcast, brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Today we're going to dive into one of the easiest steps uh, for people to fail and why we failed for so long when we first started off uh, years and years ago in other businesses because we weren't willing to do this and I see so many other people not willing to do this. And you would think it's such an easy little thing, but so many miss it because of fear, because of doubt, or because of ignorance. And none of them is a legit excuse or reason, and none of us really want to fail. So we can do this one little thing, or have a greater chance of success, period. So let's get it. Unleash Your Hustle podcast, brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by Michael Faber. Let's grow. Society's on the back of creators and entrepreneurs. They're the ones that are going to save the world, change the world, and leave it better than they found it. They're willing to risk it all to impact and carve out their piece. Like, who wouldn't love that? But they're being lied to. They're made to believe they need to buy this software, invest in this list, create this site. And they are out before it even started because they're worried about the wrong thing. That's the point of this podcast. To prove that that's not the case because you don't need to because we didn't and we made it. All right. So what we always start everything we do, trainings, seminars, business events, one-on-one coaching, group coaching with this, what would look like and sound like a simple question. And the amount of people that can't really answer it or answer it with just a bunch of BS is is unbelievable. Like it, it boggles my mind how many of us don't know this. And you know what's sad is it boggles me why it upsets me so much. Why it offends me is because I was it. I did the same thing. I did the same thing years ago. I did the same thing. I was lucky. And I always say this, like people are like, dang, you were good at business from your first business. No, I was lucky in my first business that it happened to all fall in line for me to do the things that I would have to do in business to make it. And I didn't know it. So what happened was after it, I thought, oh, I, I know business, even though I didn't. I got lucky. I walked into some things that later on I had to understand and then implement in order to get better results repeatedly. And the more lasered in I was, the better results kept going. The, the, the cash flow kept going up. The leads kept going up. The impact kept going up. Like everything you want to talk about that you want in business, the line of measurement just kept going higher and higher when I would do these simple things. And still, people try so hard to fight to this very day. This very weekend that just passed, people are trying to fight me on this. And I'm like, stop fighting it. Just do it. And we have to go through and understand, like, sometimes we just got to do it. We got to do it because without doing it, it doesn't work. Also, you can't lose something you don't have. Right? I'll repeat, you can't lose something you don't have. If you don't have clients, doing something isn't going to lose them. You don't have them. If you don't have customers, doing something isn't going to lose customers. You don't have them. So now the thing is doing the things that get customers. Now, here's even further. Doing the thing that gets the customers that you want. Doing the things that get the customers that you best serve. That you that you want to serve. That's in your heart to serve. Getting them to come towards you. And we don't do that playing with a half-ass who. We don't do that not knowing who we serve, not knowing who we pour into. And I don't mean a catchy jingle, too. Some people out there just have a catchy jingle. 
I impact those that impact. Listen, we have one. It's I empower those that empower. That's a nice jingle. If that's all we had, we're in shit. But with our who, when we really know our who, we can speak in such a way that they understand that we do know, that they trust us, that they believe in it. Because of how you're speaking, they want it. Just by knowing our who. Listen, I had a, I had a beach bar and grill. All right, I'll, I'm skipping ahead of myself. First business was A&M Accessories and more. Well, first, like, real legit one. To a degree, right? And <clears throat> it was A&M Accessories and more. And I was, I was so, I was just lucky, all right? Even though it sucked at the time going door to door, knocking on people's doors, asking if they wanted something out of a magazine, which by the way, if people did now, they'd be arrested or laughed off or beaten off a porch because who the hell is going to be like, hey, give me some money. I'll get this thing out of this magazine and get it sent to you, right? But back then the internet wasn't really kicking. <laughs> people really didn't shop on the internet in the late nineties. It was just starting to take off. People weren't really like, yo, forget that. Just find it on the internet. People weren't saying that. People weren't saying Google it. People weren't saying like Amazon. Uh, people weren't saying it. So uh, I went door to door and I was really lucky because in the magazine we sold patriotic items, household decor and uh, accessories, right? And, and little things like that, that were good for homes. Now think, people that live in a house you know, that care about their house, that care about where they live. I'm in, I'm in small town PA doing this. Everybody has an American flag hanging. All right. Everybody's in a home, nice cut grass, all the things I didn't even think about. I didn't even, it didn't even register me to think about. I didn't go down to the apartment units where people didn't, or like, they were like, listen, I'm too busy to worry about this shit. I don't care. I don't have a yard, right? Like we can't hang a flag. We can't do nothing. All right. So I really don't care about that stuff. Uh, leave me alone. All right. I didn't go to them because I wasn't even thinking though. I went and just started knocking on doors of houses. So what happened was I was hitting our ideal clients without even knowing I was hitting our ideal clients. So we were making some sales by the luck of what we were doing, not by the skill of what we were doing. So now I totally disengage and disregard the idea of you need to know who you serve. When I was young in business, F that. I can serve anybody, all right? You probably said that. And you might be able to, but anyone doesn't want to get served by just someone that can serve anyone. People don't care about generalists. People care about specialists. When something's really happening, we go, man, I want, I don't want a, my family doctor or just a general doctor. I want a heart specialist or an eye specialist or what a kidney or a leg or whatever knee whatever it is we want a specialist in that field we want a specialist in that area we don't want the general guy to be like yeah no i just do general surgery we're gonna fix your knee today no what happened to the guy that fixes knees all right what happened to that guy i want him all right i don't want the generalist i don't want the guy that does uh <clears throat> liposuction to come and give me heart surgery because he's not the guy for that. So we have to create that we're the guy for something or girl or whoever this is, right? Man, woman, whatever it is, that we're the person for it, for them. 
All right, so then I have the, then we go, uh, then we go to the restaurant and bar. That was the next business. Jam and Joe's. It was in uh, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And it was a beach bar and grill. And I was like, we're going to have a rum bar. We're going to have a bunch of rums. All right, it's going to be fun, laid back. Jimmy Buffett, RIP. Rest of soul, amazing, amazing person. Um, amazing talent. Uh, we're going to play him a lot. And Bob Marley, another, rest in peace. All right. Um, <clears throat> we're going to play them on the stereo. And uh, we're going to keep it light and fun and high energy. And it was, oh, that sounds great. All right, so I'm like, come, come to the Caribbean, away from the Caribbean, even though we were at a beach. It didn't make any sense. Right? Who I was trying to attract wasn't making sense because people didn't come to Rehoboth to go to the Caribbean. They came there to get away from the hustle and bustle of life and just smell the beach air. They came to chill. They came to relax. But I wasn't speaking about that. Nor was I telling them any reason why it was for them. Right? So I had to figure out. And what I figured out was the few times people did come in when we started, they loved the wings. They loved the burgers. They said, this is the best wings I've ever had in this area. And they would say, this is the best burgers we've ever had in this area. And I was like, bet. All right. So who loves wings and who loves burgers? Because I know we have something for them. I know I can give them something that they'll enjoy. All right. So I started talking to sports fans and we started talking to like, come enjoy, come get away. Like, come, uh, come and just live, right? Like, come and experience Right? Come have this experience with us. And that's when I started learning about experiences. But what what it was, we started going, I started diving into the people that loved rum. I started thinking about where they were, what they were doing. I started diving into the people that loved wings. I was like, man, for all your sports, we didn't even have good TVs. We had three crappy ass TVs. Three of them. Right? I'd be like, for all your sports, come here. Right? People were like, you don't even can the does this have color on the screen? I'm like, yes, watch, right? Like we have the best special. Look at these wing specials. Look at the look at these burger specials. We started having this this contest. Uh, we called it the big one, and we put like a half pound burger with a half pound sloppy joe and like tater tots on it. And it was like if you could finish this thing, you got your picture on the wall. You want it? You want some cash? You want this trophy? Right? Like you got these things. We started making things experiences for people and started focusing on who really liked these things and would do these things and started making it more around them. We started selling this uh, jam and juice. It was a bucket of rum with with uh, different uh, mixers in it, all right? And it was it was amazing. We called it uh, jam and juice. And if you finished the bucket, right, you got certain things and, and you got to keep the bucket. Every time you brought the bucket back in, if you got it refilled, it was like $5 off or $10 off, right? Like little things that we knew our people would like, that the people that were coming would dig, that they would be like, bet, this is for me, this is for me. And then no longer do we have to make it for them. We had to communicate it was for them. So when you don't pick your person, like the reason why we struggled in the restaurant business at first, because I was refusing to pick a person. Why? Because everybody eats. Everybody eats. Like everybody probably does what you say that you do for them. Everybody needs this. Yeah, but everybody doesn't want it. And everybody doesn't want the same thing. So me, I was being dumb. I was saying everybody needs to eat. Right. But not everybody wants to eat this. What is this? Who wants to eat this? Who wants to eat this regularly? Who wants this more often? Who's willing to make a ride for this? Who's willing to pay a bill for this? Right? And then I'd be like, what are they going through? And what are they thinking? And what are they feeling? And you break it down. So when you're talking about your who, you break it down into sections. Demographics is like 
the beginning of 1914 when they were breaking down ideal clients. Demographics is only good today when you're doing target ads. Most of demographics is only good today when you're doing target ads. 100% truth. Because listen, I promise you, if, if it's uh, you serve 34-year-olds that love wings, I bet a 35-year-old won't mind if they love wings too, right? Like some demographics we break down too much, right? And they, they want you to think that's focused, but it's not, that's silly. Demographics is more of psychographics, right? That we want the psychographics, that's what we want. We want the identity and the state they're in, right? And how and you know, what's going on interiorly, why, why does it matter, right? Like, so we knew a lot of parents came, a lot of parents came to Rehoboth. And it was like, listen, you're looking for a tasty, great meal that doesn't break the bank at the beach, where your spot. Right? You're looking for catching the game, getting, hearing some good music, and enjoying some great food and not going broke at the beach. We got you. All right, So we started playing on what people wanted. That's all psychographics. Fears, desires, right? pain, problems, dreams, goals. Right, like They're all psychographics. We need to know what they're thinking because when we can communicate to them in such a way that they go, they understand me, that makes them believe you more. When we started speaking in a language that our people could recognize, could understand, and could resonate with, they wanted to come closer to us. The longer you stay trying to talk to everyone, the more likely you are to go broke. The more likely you are to suffer. The more likely you are to struggle. The longer you think you're for everyone, the harder this gets. Because I'll break it to you. You're not. Neither am I. None of us are. But you are for someone. You are for some people. And those are the ones you got to speak to. And listen, if someone's like, listen, I don't fit that, but I really want this, we're going to be like, no, thank you. But if you're not direct, if you're not shining your light bright in one spot saying, this is for me, no one else is going to see it because you try to go wide and it falls apart. You try to set this huge net. The problem is the bigger net, the bigger the holes and more fall through it. Because you don't know enough to make it tight enough to make it where fish can't fall through the cracks where they can't get through the holes, where you're not missing out on a whole bunch of uh, impact and income because you're too worried about trying to make sure everyone knows this. But you're not for everyone. We already established that. So when are you going to have the courage to stand on, this is who I serve and this is how I serve them. And if you're that, I'm for you. Because I promise you when you do that, you have a greater chance of success. When you do that, you have a greater chance not to be broke. When you do that, you have a greater chance to create consistent, consistent leads and cash flow, which are huge for business. Ascension and retention, that's what it's all about, broken down the simplest term. Ascension and retention. Do yourself a justice and do the people you serve a justice and decide who they are and communicate it. Because until you do, you won't. This is an episode, this is episode 130 of Unleash Your Hustle Podcast, brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Until next time, you know the deal. Peace, love, and happiness. Tell them something they don't know about me. Long live the unleashed. Thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle Podcast with Michael Faber, brought to you by Unleash You Now, where we want to show the world your greatness.